to the Learning Outside the Lines podcast. I'm Ann Ryan, your host, homeschool mom of four, and passionate about education and helping our children learn best. Welcome back to a new week, everyone. I hope you are continuing to hang in there. I hope you are safe, and I hope you are healthy. In the last episode, I shared that we have a lot of new parents deciding to homeschool their kids based on what they have learned with the whole distance learning situation the last few months, and that they are realizing that they can do this too. So we have been welcoming tons of new homeschoolers to all the Facebook pages that I'm on and different social media, and it's a great thing. I'm so happy that so many people are realizing that there are alternatives and options for educating their children but it can also be really overwhelming and hard to navigate how to figure out what to use. So I have put together a guide with well-regarded, well-reviewed, popular homeschool curriculum by core subject. And each week for a couple weeks, I am sharing those core subject suggestions. So today we are going to cover social studies and history. Now, again, these are secular programs. These are for generally K through six-ish. And I just wanted to share some things as a jumping off point for people that really just have no idea where to start because there are so many options out there. So these are just a few things to kind of get people searching and they may work great for you or you may decide that you need to search for something else. But usually you'll be able to maybe find some things just based on searching through these things, other things might be suggested for you to check out. So I wanted to suggest a few things for history and social studies. So the first one is a fairly new, it is History Quest. It is early times and ancients. That's the only time period available right now for History Quest. It is by Pandia Press. They have History Odyssey, which is also out there. But I'm linking specifically History Quest because it is their new text and workbook um, for early times and ancients that's been really well reviewed. It's geared towards elementary and it's a great new addition to homeschool history. Now that I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure they're working on having other time frames coming out over the next few years. But right now, History Quest is a great option for introducing early times and the ancient time period to kids K through six. Now you can use this for any of the years, it doesn't really matter. I mean, sometimes people like to you know, start at maybe kindergarten or first grade and start with ancients and go through. I know sixth grade typically is the grade for covering ancient history as they go into middle school, but you can really cover any time frame you want for history in elementary school. This is also a program that you can do with multiple age kids. You can have a third grader and a sixth grader doing this together because the material is appropriate for a wide variety of ages. So that is History Quest. Next would be Curiosity Chronicles. Now this is for has multiple time frames that you can choose from. This is a text and a, a workbook. This is a narrative format, which is a little bit different. It's new, it's unique. Some people really love it and some people not so much. 
So I just throw that out there. I want you to view the samples for yourself to see what you think about it. I think it's a really neat idea. We have not used this program just because it was relatively new for me last year and we've already been using other things. But this is definitely one that has been gaining popularity amongst the homeschool community. So definitely look into Curiosity Chronicles. Another more typical kind of way of looking at social studies would be just a workbook. There's one that's called 180 Days of Social Studies. Now it's a workbook, it's by grade, so they have one for grade one, grade two, grade three, etc. And they're going to cover a variety of things, but more on a surface level. I would say History Quest and Curiosity Chronicles are going to dive much deeper into a history time frame, and kids will get a much deeper sense of, of learning. Whereas 180, 180 Days of Social Studies workbook is going to be a lot more shallow information. I mean, it's certainly going to cover different holidays and time frames and famous people and things like that, but not on a deeper level like the other programs that I mentioned first. But it's also one of those kind of quick and dirty ways to teach social studies. If you're just starting out, you're not quite sure what you want to do. Maybe you don't want to dive deep into a history time frame yet, but you still want to cover kind of some basics. This might be a good way to do that. You know, it's it's a workbook, so you can kind of you know, read through the text on the one page, answer a few questions on the next if you want to. I'm not a big fan of comprehension questions just because, but you can certainly still use the reading and the fact information to use in any way you want, whether that's answering the questions or maybe having a short discussion about it, whatever it might be. So again, if you, you're just starting out, you are a little bit overwhelmed maybe with math and language arts and you just want some kind of basic social studies for the year, something like this, something like the 180 days of social studies might be a good option for you. And this isn't the only one. I listed this one because it was one that had good reviews and I have seen this particular workbook before, but there are other ones out there. So just be aware that if you want a workbook format but don't like this one, also look at Spectrum and Evanmore because they definitely have social studies workbooks as well and they are very well regarded companies. Next, I want to share, I think, just one of those great kind of hidden gem kind of history options and that is Liberty Kids. Liberty Kids is a video series. It was put out by PBS. It's an early American history series. And it's for ages 7 to 12-ish, so about first grade through sixth grade-ish. It's a great series. I'm not quite sure how many are in the series. I forget, maybe 30-something. Honestly, I'm not quite sure, so don't quote me on that. You can, I know it's available, I think, the first season on Amazon. I know the whole the whole series is on YouTube, but I know some people don't like their kids being on YouTube. You can buy it as a DVD set. It's available in a lot of places for free or very inexpensive. So Liberty Kids covers early American history. It would be a great thing for your child to do instead of a workbook or maybe instead of something else. They watch the videos, I think, are typically 20 something minutes, like maybe 22 minutes or something. So they're relatively brief. There are 
I almost hesitate to say this because I'm not a big worksheet fan, but I know some people like them. There are worksheets available on Teacher Pay Teachers. That's um, a website that teachers have created materials to use in classrooms. So TeachersPayTeachers.com has, you can basically buy very inexpensively, probably less than $10, a whole series of worksheets coordinating with all the videos for Liberty Kids. And then if you're, you wanted your child to do some follow-up from the videos, then they would have that, especially if you have, you work with a charter or you work with another organization that you have to prove the work that they did, then this is a way to be able to track that and to show what they learned from that specific video. If you did Liberty Kids, this would also be a great thing to add some historical fiction to. There's a lot of historical fiction on this early American history time frame, so it would be great to add a couple books or even I know there's like a magic tree house book that matches up with this like there are lots of books depending on what grade your or age your child is so that's just another way to kind of round out this kind of option if you did this instead of a traditional history program now the last thing I kind of want to bring up is if you're struggling with I'm not sure what history period to cover or maybe I want to cover a certain thing but I want to wait till next year when my child's a little bit older Geography is a great thing to cover. That is social studies. So geography is a great option for a year that you're not sure what to do, or you could even do it every other year in between historical periods. But geography, in my opinion, is one of those woefully unprepared areas that especially the U.S. people are just so (laughs) inadequate with knowing geography. So I think geography is a great option to cover no matter how old they are. And there are tons of great workbooks out there for geography. You can use Spectrum, Evan Moore, or DK. Those are three companies that have excellent geography workbooks, as well as you don't even need a workbook if you don't want to. There are some great books and atlases out there. I know there's one, a book out there by UNICEF called children of the world, I think. I might be getting that wrong. But it basically highlights a child in different countries of the world. You could do something like that with an atlas or a globe and just learning about some of the different cultures of, of, around the world, as well as identifying where those countries are around the world. So geography is a great option if you're not sure what historical period to do. Now, with all of these subjects, no matter which, no matter if you do geography or one of the history time frames, definitely take advantage of your museums. Take advantage of some field trips and go and check out some of the displays they might have, what might be relevant to whatever time frame that you are studying or whatever culture you might be studying at that time. There are just so many great field trips that you can take with like living history farms kind of places and There are so many YouTube videos out there that you can supplement with. Of course, there's lots of historical fiction and just other factual nonfiction kind of books. So history and social studies is sometimes given a bad rap, but there are just lots of great ways to cover history in a fun, exciting way. One of the things we did for history this year was we didn't cover a time period, but we did cover some historical figures. So my daughter was really interested in Mary Anning. She was a fossil hunter discoverer. We talked about Amelia Earhart. 
We talked about Sylvia Earle, who is a scuba diver. That's more science, but we still basically were researching different prominent people in history or in their field. So those are all ways that you can cover history, but not in a a formal, structured way if that doesn't work for you. So that is what I have for history and social studies. It's by no means an exhaustive list. It is just a couple suggestions as jumping off points. I'm sure that there are lots of other programs out there that are wonderful to use, but these are just, like I said, a good place to start. I hope you will share this podcast with other friends that you know that may be interested in homeschooling and unsure of where to start. You can certainly share it on Facebook groups of people that might be asking about what history to use or where to start with any of these core subjects. Please feel free to share it and I encourage anyone that might have questions to contact me and I'd be happy to talk a little bit more about these suggestions. I would greatly appreciate it if you shared it and I would also greatly appreciate it if these episodes are valuable to you if you could leave me a positive review at your podcast host. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will be putting out another episode on science next week. And until next time, don't be afraid to go outside the lines.